Welcome back to TGC Q&A, a podcast from the Gospel Coalition, where each week you'll hear conversations between members of our council and friends who provide their unique perspective on your most pressing spiritual questions. Today, you'll hear from John Piper and Trip Lee as they discuss, How do I find peace when unsaved loved ones die? Let's listen in. How I would go about helping somebody in that condition depends so much on where they are. Hmm. Biblically, theologically, in maturity. Yes. I mean, I'm going to lay on some people some text that would make other people say, that's not helpful at all. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) And that was my first thought, too. I've had conversations with people where I thought, there's certain things that would not be, would, would, uh, wouldn't draw them to Jesus, wouldn't help them to see things more yeah. clearly, would yeah. only yeah. pile yeah. on yeah. the grief. Yeah. yeah. So what I did, uh, as I've, I've faced this and had to choose, now what, what kinds of things have I got in my repertoire of biblical helpfulness? And I, I think there are a whole slew of texts. Let me just run through some and you, you jump in or add to or whatever. So Jesus has some radical texts. Like, if you love mother or father more than me, you're not worthy of me. So somewhere along the line, and hopefully way before they lose someone, I'm going to try to help people so love God that their first love is not undermined by the loss of their second love, which is huge. My kid, my wife, whatever. Or remember that text where where Jesus, uh, somebody said, let me go bury my father. And he said, you just follow me and let the dead bury their dead. What, what in the world yeah. is that? Yeah. <laughs> well, the least it is is a pretty radical prioritization of following Jesus. Yeah. So those are a couple of texts from Jesus. Then there's John in Revelation where it says, we're going to rejoice at the destruction of Babylon. Mm-hmm. She's down. Mm-hmm. All those murders she committed. Mm-hmm. It's over and payback time. And we're going to rejoice mm-hmm. for chapter 19, verse 18 or something like that. Um, and so, is that loving? Hmm. I mean, you, you may say, oh, yeah, that's not my kid. That's not my husband. Yeah, yeah but you're supposed to love everybody. Yeah. So we get the same essential problem yeah. of how we are someday going to exult with God in his justice. Yeah. And those humans we were called upon to lay down our lives for in this world. Yeah. Love your enemy. And bless those who curse you. So the the way I think John would answer how we're going to get there is his other text that I thought of, First um, John three two. Uh, we're not like him yet, but when we see him, yeah. we'll be like him. Yeah. I don't think you mm-hmm. or I have emotional capacities mm-hmm. right now yeah. to deal with all the death in the way we will deal with it in the age to come. That's good. I've got limitations on me now, and and those limitations are guided by Scripture, like weep with those who weep. Uh, And so I'm not going to be held hostage in heaven by hell. And so there's going to be an emotional change Mm. wrought in me to see the way God sees, like now we see through a glass darkly. Then we'll see face to face, and we'll be like him. So if he is executing justice yeah. on unbelievers, including our family members, which Jesus says they're going to be split up, yeah. uh, then we will at that point, maybe not yet, yeah. have the emotional wherewithal, mm-hmm. okay, 
I'm going to rejoice in your justice here, even though it, it seems to be very difficult. And, and just one other, one other passage. Second um, Corinthians 6.10 is huge for me. Uh, sorrowful yet always rejoicing, yeah. which means it's okay yeah. to the rest of your life to feel the loss and grieve over the person who died yeah. and went to hell. I mean, as far as you know, we don't always know, That's and right. that probably needs to be said. Right. We, we don't ever know, really, That's ultimately, right. I would say, because we don't know the 11th hour transactions that go on in a person's heart. But the fact that there's a sorrowful yet always rejoicing means you don't ever have to get beyond yeah. sorrow That's in good. this life. That's good. And then something in the twinkling of an eye is going to, I think, fix us so that we, we can uh, change at the end. Well, I, I did one, I did a handful of sermons, yep. uh, funerals, handful of funerals mm-hmm. uh, for unbelievers, not many. I wasn't a burying parson, but a, one I remember totally. And uh, it was this, the brother of, of one of the prominent ladies in our church. And just said flat out, he's never been to church. He hated God, and he's dead. And I know he's in hell. Mm-hmm. And I, you, I want you to preach. <laughs> wow. we, we didn't do it in the church. We had it at the nursing home, about 30 people there. It was snowing like crazy outside. And I stood up in front of them, and I said, Elsie has made it really plain. I mean, Odette was her name, friend of Elsie. Odette said, we all know Herman is, is not a believer. I preached the gospel, and then we got around the coffin because we can go to the snowy graveside. And I said, here's my last word. Um, Genesis eighteen twenty five: will not the judge of all the earth do right? Yeah, that's right. And you don't have to see how it works. Right now, just humble yourself under my hand of God. And Have you had an experience where you put somebody in the... Um, yes. And, you know, I've had a lot of the same instincts as you in terms of thinking about what's most helpful. And um, and, and similarly, I feel like uh, so much of it has to, I would want to encourage somebody to to acquaint themselves with the goodness of God. Yeah. Because um, when we can understand how good and how just God is, mm-hmm. it helps us to to be at peace with his wisdom. You know, so sometimes the, the guilt we'll feel if a loved one passed away and they, they don't know Jesus is our guilt about maybe mm. I should have shared the gospel mm. with them. Mm. Or maybe I should have shared more times. Yeah. Or there was that one time when I saw that ABC and the guilt that sticks with us. You know, anybody when someone passes away, there's some guilt. Yeah. But for a believer who knows that someone may not know Jesus, mm. it's just. Mm. And so um, it can turn into a thing where you yeah. dwell on how it's your fault. Mm. And in mm-hmm. times like that, then mm-hmm. then I want to go to a text like Romans 9, where Paul clearly says it depends not on human will or exertion, but on God who has mercy. Yeah. That yeah. at the end of the day, the... Uh, the the deciding act mm-hmm. who has the final mm-hmm. say right. is not you and how many times you did right. now maybe you could have been more faithful but at the end of the day it doesn't depend on human will or exertion yeah. it depends on God who has mercy you know that that text Romans nine sixteen or wherever it is 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 sandwiched in nine two where he has unceasing anguish, anguish yes. because he's lost Jews yes. yes and ten one where he's praying for him yes so yes. it's right to Feel anguish. It's right to pray. Yes, and it's right to know God calls the shots. Yes, because I mean that's just that that little constellation in Romans 
is so helpful absolutely for me yeah and so i I wouldn't want to encourage them to um because even the kind of dwelling on it um in a way that's not helpful for your soul you 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 also don't want to encourage someone to just sit in that i wouldn't want to encourage acquaint yourself with god's goodness and his mercy and his justice because um you know it's almost like being a kid and your your dad you know, I remember just being a kid and maybe my dad would want us to do something I didn't really want us to do. But the more I understood and trusted mm. my dad, mm. the more I could say, I don't really know how that's best, but I trust that you know best. Right. And the greater our trust is for, for God uh, being merciful mm. and good, the greater we can say, I don't see it now, maybe I'll see it later, but I trust you in the midst of this. Yeah, yeah. And maybe maybe we close with one verse that says that, at least is in my mind, is part of this, yeah. from uh, Psalm 55, 22, cast your, roll your burdens yes. onto the Lord. So if a, if a person is still feeling, they're feeling guilt, they're feeling sorrow, yeah. all the emotional upheaval that doesn't seem to go away, yeah. and partly maybe because of guilt, you say, okay, that's real, there it is. Yeah. Now here's one verse says what to do with it. Yes. Roll it like a big boulder yes. onto the broad shoulders of God and and walk out of the room without it in as much as you can. And how gracious is God that those are commands. He, like he commands us, like, hand that to me. <laughs> That's mine. That's right. The, the God would say, those aren't your birds. Those are mine. Hand them to me. I'll carry those. Uh, just uh-huh. another thing to point us to the goodness of God. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's episode of TGC Q&A. To submit a question that you would like to hear answered on this podcast, send us an email at ask at tgc.org. And remember to subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks again for listening to today's episode of TGC Q&A.